Well, hello, hello again, and welcome to our final segment in the Inner Child Healing Series with me, your host, Shamika Thompson, your friendly neighborhood intuitive self-care coach. And I'm here once again with Eli Thompson, aka Mama Eli, but only to those of us who she allows us to call her that. So don't get it twisted, okay? (laughs) Mama Eli, how are you tonight? I'm absolutely wonderful. And what about you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I am fantastic. Can't complain. You know, weather got a little crisp out here in Florida, but it's, 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 yes. a, nice, it's a nice break from all the thick, moist, hot humidity that we normally have out here. So it, it's a welcome break to, to have to run the heat and not have to run the air conditioner just for a little while. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So... For those of you who have been listening in on the whole series, thank you so, so, so much. Um, Definitely share this podcast and and this topic with as many people as you can think of. Drop it in your social media because this topic here, I personally believe, is, is the topic that will help save humanity, okay? That's just my belief because we have so many wounded inner children and adult bodies running around here just doing stuff. And wreaking havoc, <laughs> you know, everywhere from the person serving you your food at McDonald's all the way up through the White House. Okay, so <laughs> please share this podcast. And tonight's episode, um, you know, is about reparenting yourself in the you know in the midst of all this inner child healing. So this, like I said, this is the last one. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to the other ones, I highly, highly recommend you go back and start at day one and just kind of work your way all the way through. Because day one, I covered um, the, the birth, you know, a little introduction to the chakras, because in my practice, I always lead with the energy first. You know, it's, it's the thing that's, that's the most unseen, most unrecognized, but it's behind everything. So I did a little intro to the chakras, the, the seven chakras that run through our bodies and our birth story. So the circumstances surrounding um, how we came into this world and the energy that we lead with as, as a result of those circumstances. And, you know, sometimes in order to figure out where you, where you need to go, you have to go back to the beginning and where you started from. And it can be really traumatic and really painful depending on what you've experienced. But there's so much that happens in the, in the, uh, the, in the first beginnings of our life that we can't just skate over it like it never happened you know, because then we get stuck. So in in day one, episode one, we talked about the chakras, the the circumstances surrounding your birth or your birth story and how that has lent itself to the energy that you lead with in this world and, and how it may have affected your childhood years. On day two, I covered along with Itiba, the chakra development years and the crisis years. So those of you who are studying the chakras, you already know what that is. But those of you who don't, so there are seven main chakra energy centers that, that here in the Western world that we pay attention to. And each of those chakras has 
a seven year developmental process. So that's not to say that, you know, they're not all functional or, or even open at the time of our birth or at different points in our life. They're always there. They're always running, but how well they run and how mature we are in those energy centers, it, it changes every seven years. And it's during these different cycles that we have what are called crisis years. And the way Etiva described it is it's like an energetic rupture. When we get to certain points in our lives and at a certain age in our lives, these energetic centers can rupture. And how we handle that and what comes out of it, again, depends on our circumstances and our childhood trauma. Root chakra trauma, which is the chakra that we come in when we're born, is the most common form of trauma because most of our childhood trauma takes its, its hold and lays its foundation when we're from, from birth to about seven years old. And we don't remember any of it and it goes to the subconscious. And word to the wise, 90% of the decisions we make even as adults actually stem from our subconscious mind. So I want you to think about that, okay? On day three and four, which was yesterday, we combined it. Uh, Mama Eli and I were talking about the, these mother and father wounds and what those look like and what those feels like and, and the kind of effect that it can have on us as adults, especially if we leave them unchecked. And so you definitely want to go back and you want to explore and listen to all these different aspects of the inner child healing because you can't do one part and not do the other. And so today we are back talking about how to reparent yourself and what is reparenting yourself. You know, Mama Eli, why don't you go ahead and break that down for us? Like, how, how do you define reparenting yourself? I, uh, I consider it to be when you are helping your inner child grow up um, and helping that inner child develop skills, skill sets mm -hmm. that will help it mature and be a benefit to that parent that is helping it. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we have so many times that things are on an uneven keel, right? Right. And that's what happens. And so a lot of times that inner child is the dominant in the relationships that mm. we develop, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we were talking yesterday about how that inner child, like you said, it could happen at birth. It could happen at any stage. But I was listening to a teaching tonight. It said normally between the ages of six and nine. And think about a six-year-old. They are typically, especially today, typically a lot brighter than we used to be or more expressive, I should say. Mm -hmm. But if you watch that six-year-old, they're still in that almost infantile stage where they throw tantrums, if allowed. Mm -hmm. They will have outbursts, unnecessary outbursts, if allowed. And they don't have as much control as they think they have of their emotions. So the parent's job is to help form that and help develop those skills 
to control those areas of their lives. And I'm not saying keep them down. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying how to exhibit them in a way that doesn't offend other people or doesn't hurt someone else. Or themselves. Yes, or themselves. Right. So, so what I get from that is the, something that I, I am so big on, which is coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. Like when I look out into the world and, and, you know, even when I deal with myself a lot of the time, it's, it's the difference between healthy and unhealthy coping mechanisms. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, and I'm just going to mention this for a minute because yeah. <clears throat> there might be a lot of veterans who are out there. And I'm a veteran myself. And a lot of us have been diagnosed with PTSD. Yes. And so some of these inner child behaviors that have been lying dormant might manifest during PTSD episodes. Oh, wow. Now that's a connection that I never would have thought of. And so it could be any kind of traumatic episode, like many of the teachings explain to us now, it could be any traumatic episode that causes that inner child, excuse me, Mm -hmm. to, to kind of try to hide itself and guard itself, protect itself in a shell. Because like you said, that's the coping mechanism. Right. What do children do when they're scared or feel unsafe? They, the first thing they do is go hide. They do. They do. And if adults are actually, really, if an adult is given an opportunity to go hide when something happens, they will. Absolutely. It's just that society does not allow that. Mm. And as adults, you know, because you've been educated that way, you know you have to, quote unquote, fit into society. So that's the only reason we don't hide. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Wow. That's, you know, it, it's so simple and, and obvious, but it's still so profound because, you know, and, and it's funny because those of us who, cause I'm a homebody, like I'm a, I'm a find somewhere to hide, trust and believe, but <laughs> <laughs> you're not taking away my hiding skills. I'm hiding. But um, it's funny because those of us who kind of go against that grain of society and we're still willing to recluse or go within or we choose to deal with our feelings in private Mm -hmm. people give us a hard time about that yes absolutely and you know wow that was a great point i was just sharing with a a sister friend of mine um a couple of days ago actually and and in in my faith you know reading the the bible and the scriptures that way Mm -hmm. I told her, I said, you know, have to remember that we are restored privately, but we reward it openly. Mm. So when we're willing to go in and, and become restored, like you said, a lot of people are uncomfortable with that. But that's, that's the best way to heal. I'm not saying be by yourself. I'm not right, saying that. Right. Sometimes we need help. But it's a quiet time. You have to listen to that spirit. And that's where you need to get back to letting the spirit be Mm. your guide and develop you. 
Absolutely. You know, or, you know, some people, you know, it's just, yeah, being willing to disconnect and unplug, even if it's just for 10 minutes a day or mm. whatever, go sit in your car. I remember when there was a point in time where I seemed, it seemed like I couldn't get a moment's peace. Mm-hmm. I go sit in the car. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't, it's not quiet in the house. It's not, you know, people bothering you. There's always noise. It's overcrowded. Yes. You know, you, you, you have to find that time to just sit in the quiet and listen for that that small voice because yes, even, especially as a mom you know even the yes. bathroom this not, <laughs> not your sanctuary the bathroom can't get no peace in the bathroom lord if that ain't the truth Whew. it's the truth yeah so yeah so being willing to and like that kind of goes in, in line with what we were saying about as an adult knowing when to put your inner child in time out Yes. You need to go find your corner or go get in that prayer closet or go do something. Yes. Yes. To to let to 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 settle down <laughs> and really listen to what's going on inside of you. Yes, yes. Yes. Oh, one thing that I would share with my grandson, especially because he has explosive moments. He has some some challenges, some emotional challenges mm-hmm. at times. And I was like, I said, come here. Was it that serious? <laughs> Sometimes was you just got to put it out there. Like, was it really that really? Yeah. And he'll say, well, yeah. I said, no, it wasn't. If you really think about it, because if someone were to come at you exploding like that, how would you feel? Mm. But in helping him to develop a balance between that inner child and his maturity, I try to talk to him that way to help him to understand how people from the outside see. Exactly. And that's, and and I'm not saying we should be so concerned with how people quote unquote feel about us or anything like that. I'm not saying that, but so that we can get more joy out of life and experience life on a higher level. Absolutely. I mean, we are a society of people. Like, unless you're going to go live in a cave and not (laughs) interact with people for the rest of your life, there has to be some level of accountability in terms of how our behavior and our speech is is affecting people. Yes. Now, what you do with it, once you know, say, maybe you've offended somebody or whatever, you know, it doesn't have to become a point of insecurity or Mm self-consciousness, but there is that level of personal responsibility, you know? And, and even in that, you know, that goes back to the coping mechanisms. Like I do something similar with my children, like when, when they're, you know, having their meltdowns and stuff like that, once I calm myself down, because if they're having a meltdown, it means I had a meltdown first because they don't make me mad, but you know, Mm -hmm. that's a a mommy thing. That's a mommy thing. (laughs) But I will usually circle back and try to ask questions and, and I ask open-ended questions. Mm-hmm. So you can't just give me yes, no, okay, maybe. No, right. I'm ask you, why did you react like that? What, what were you feeling? What was going through your mind? To try yes. to figure out what may actually be at the root of that. Because I know years ago, probably when I was in my late teens, early twenties, I didn't at the t- at the time, I didn't recognize it as inner child, anything, or even shadow work for that matter. Mm-hmm. I just quickly caught on to the fact that sometimes people's reactions don't match the situation. Mm. And if the reaction 
does not match the situation. There's something else there. Yes. You know, even with myself, when I've had explosive moments, because, you know, I developed passive aggressive tendencies from both my parents. Mm. So I will have explosive moments and then I have to sit down and be like, whoa, where did that even come from? Why did this particular thing make you so angry? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we have to be willing to, you know, ask ourselves these same questions. Like, what was that? Why, yes. why, why do you, why did, why do you feel that way about it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, or sometimes even going even deeper. And if you know, if you're willing, and if you're at that point where you are willing to sit in the stillness, ask yourself, what did that remind you of? Yes. Because yes. I, had, I had read something. Oh my goodness. I think it was on Instagram. See, now I got to go find it. Cause it was it, <laughs> Instagram stories, boy. Sometimes I'm telling you. I don't know. I think somebody be be hacking my my conversations or something. <laughs> okay, here it is. Here it is. So somebody posted. It was a uh, Miles the at the Miles Scott. I want to make sure I give credit. Okay, mm-hmm. he posted triggers are unconscious emotional flashbacks. Mm, they are. They are. Okay. So I mean, really, they are. So, okay, think about, for instance, like the PTSD, right? Yes, yes. There's so many people who have, you know, been in the armed services. I'm, and I can't limit it to that. Right. Domestic, domestic, domestic violence. violence. Mm-hmm. Abuse. Abusive Abus- relationships. Yes, abusive mm-hmm. relationships. Um, you know, or falling really hard. Yes, you know, developing a fear of, of stairs after falling down yes. the stairs. Like there are varying degrees of it in different causes because of what it is by its very nature. Yes, right. And so we, you know, we seem to not want to give each other a break because we don't think about, well, what has that person experienced in their lives? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was talking with somebody and they had experienced rape but had never talked about it wow that's a lot to carry around by the way and so you know this person was trying to explain to someone why their thought processes were the way they were but they were going back at the same time to that very moment Mm -hmm. and so in essence they were dealing with kind of an inner, another inner child right. that had developed at a later state. Absolutely. So, you know, we're not saying that an inner child is only created at those ages of six to nine. No. Right. It could be at any time in your life mm-hmm. and you'll want to revert back to that in order to protect yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, because when I think of a child, really, you know, it is a play on words, but what are children ultimately? they're vulnerable. Mm -hmm. They're vulnerable in a lot of ways. They're helpless. So even as an adult, when we experience, experience things that put us in a vulnerable and helpless state, yes, which is, which is what a state of, of any type of victimization, right? Yes. It's going to create that in that wounded inner child. 
that vulnerability and, and that helplessness and the fear of, of, of being in that place again and not being able to defend or protect yourself. So yeah, I totally agree with that. You know, Absolutely. there's definitely that, that, that essence of the inner child there. Anytime we experience anything that we don't have control over. I mean, even as people of color, you know, our ancestors who, who were enslaved, you know, we're talking hundreds of years mm-hmm. of, and layers upon layers of inner child wounding. Yes. To the point where it is embedded in our DNA. It is. It is. It absolutely is. And so we have a tendency not to talk about, quote unquote, mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Just as our, in our communities, we just don't. Because, because well, one reason is because of enslavement, we mm-hmm. have learned how to just keep going. Which is dangerous. We have, I mean, we will self-medicate. We mm-hmm. will become workaholics, sexaholics, all kinds of addictions, mm-hmm. um, escapism to not deal with the depth of all that trauma and pain. Yes. And one of the things, um, even Atiba had mentioned it, talking mm-hmm. about promiscuity. Oh, that's a big I, one. And, and it's true. You know, I'm, I, I'm a witness. I'm I'm a witness. And so, um, because I didn't know how to deal with not not being touched, right? Remember I was Mm -hmm. talking about how I wasn't held. I didn't really feel loved because I didn't know what love was according to the standard. So when somebody would touch me, I was like, God, this feels so weird. I, I don't even want that. Right. But it led to promiscuity because... I was still looking for what I was lacking. Yep. And it's, it's, we, it's the biggest, I tell you, it is so, it's the biggest catch 22. Yeah, it is. It really is. But there's so much hope um, if we're willing to do the work. If we're willing to do the work. Yes. And, and I thank you because even sharing with you yesterday and listening to you in previous episodes regarding this, it has helped me in some other areas, you know, just even with one day, because I wanted to learn more. Right. Wanted to learn how to help myself more. I'm so glad my platform was helpful. Yes. Cause, because that's the whole thing. You are so welcome. It is my divine pleasure because you know, some, especially when it comes to things like this, these things are so, they're so sensitive. Mm-hmm. And even having these conversations can put us in a very vulnerable and seemingly unsafe state. Yes. You know, like every time I make a podcast and every time I have to bring up my own inner child stuff, my inner little girl goes, are you sure you want to say that? Oh my gosh. What if, what if, what if mom actually listens to the podcast? Oh, what if dad and what if, but you, we owe it to our wounded inner children who, who we're, whom we're trying to heal and, and help develop better coping mechanisms and better relationships and just overall better quality of life. Um, we owe it to them to not be afraid to recognize, speak, and own the truth of our experiences. Mm-hmm. 
because that's all the inner child ever wants is for somebody to recognize, hey, look, I've been suffering over here. Yes, yes. And you know what? Because a lot of times the person who has created the suffering has no clue. That part. Because they're still functioning out of their own wounded inner child. They don't even know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. So, um, you know, we have to be willing to be those warriors out there on the front lines who are willing, you know, if you have to take a hit, that's what, that's what happens. And that's, that's just it. (laughs) That that, that really is it. So, I mean, I've been taking notes while we've been talking and I, what I would like to do is probably put together maybe a little small list of activities for people, you know, especially if you're just at the beginning of your healing your, your, your healing journey. And, you know, maybe I know for, if you found your way to this podcast, let me say this. If you found your way to this podcast, if this podcast found you, I don't believe in coincidence. Okay. So even though it may be uncomfortable and you might be like, nah, I don't know. You found your way here. So ride the wave and take everything that this conversation or these past conversations have had to offer because energetically you were guided here Uh because there's something that you need out of it, you know, and, and, and this is, and this is your personal journey. So what I would like to do is put together like a nice little, a little list of, of Uh things that, you know, actual activities that people can do to not only reconnect with their inner child, but to to help maneuver through this this next level of healing because the inner child healing is deep like if you're in in the in the in the healing circle in any capacity you're probably familiar with shadow work and if you ask me inner child healing and shadow work are pretty much one and the same mm-hmm. okay it's just a matter of what you call it and what you're putting your emphasis on it's like you said, Mama Eli, that inner child is in there running most things, whether yes. we know it or not, whether we like it or not, yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, and until you know what's going on with that kid. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you said, it's the energy you lead your life with. It's the, exactly. That's what you, that's what you coming in with. You, you coming in hot already. <laughs> And so how people receive that, how they process that, like, it just, it just leads to so many, it's like, it's a matrix of experiences after that. And so going back to coping mechanisms, you need tools, Uh you need tools. And if you weren't given the tools, we're going to give you some tools. Yes. You're not ready to ask for help yet. If you're not ready to reach out yet, that's okay. Commit to do the work and, and use some tools until you're ready. So yeah. we, 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 can, we can alternate. Like you throw one out, I'll throw one out. I hope y'all have a pen and paper. If you don't, I suggest you pause and go get it. And we're going to throw out some, some techniques for you. Yeah. So you go first, Mama Eli. Okay. One um, of the things I would suggest, first of all, commit yourself to doing this because it's necessary and it's healthy. It will dramatically change your life. Yes. So make a commitment. You got to commit. You got to be willing to do the work. 
Uh-huh. I know me and Mama Eli both, we got a pet peeve of people who aren't willing to do the work. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Don't come to me with your narrative and your sob story and your victimization. And then if I ask you, okay, so what you been doing? Did you set any boundaries? Did you have an honest <laughs> conversation? Did you, are you yes. keeping a journal? Are you doing anything? And Oh, so you're not doing the work? Okay. <laughs> All right. You're on probation right now. <laughs> Okay, I, I can't, I can't. So, so yeah, so you have to commit yourself to, to doing the work. Mm-hmm. That's first and foremost. So I'm going to jump in. Number two here, I'm going to say, be honest with yourself first. That's good. You got to be honest with yourself first, because you know what? If there are people out there who really do love and support you and are really trying to be there for you, if you're not honest with yourself, you're not going to be able to be honest with them. They, they don't, they're not going to know what you really need or what's really wrong. Uh-huh. So if you uh-huh. steadily lying to yourself, suppressing things and, and all of this other stuff, creating drama, then, then what, is any, what are you going what what to do? What can anybody do for you? Yes, yes. So be honest with yourself first. Yeah, and, and if I can just explain that, because okay. I was listening to a teaching today, and, and one of the, the gentlemen said, don't lie to your inner child because it's still you. And Ooh. it knows you. It knows you. Ooh, I felt that. That gave me chills. And don't it lie knows to your inner you're child. Yeah, and, and, and I just thought about this. And normally when you lie to yourself the part of you that you lie to gets angry yes it yes like how dare you try to fool me yeah Mm. and it changes your whole life's narrative exactly i mean just as an example you know when you're in a not so good relationship Mm -hmm. and or, or something's going on in your relationship that's hurting you or causing you suffering. And when somebody asks you what's wrong, you say nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, all that resentment and betrayal that builds up inside of you simply because you won't tell the truth and get some help. Yes. Mad at yourself. Mm-hmm. Like I have a question, like sometimes like when people, when I see people getting mad, especially when they get mad about simple stuff, my question is, who are you really mad at? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh, yeah. Who are you really mad at? Because I didn't do anything. <laughs> exactly. Like, it wasn't even that bad. Who, who are you really mad at? You might want to look in the mirror and ask yourself that question. But, okay, like, for, and I'm sorry to not, you know, keep doing point for point, but... No, you're fine. One of the things that... Um, See, someone who was hiding things like I was as in my inner child, I would have started thinking that something was wrong with me. Mm. Right. Because that's people mask themselves so well. And that's when gaslighting happens. And mm. so I, because you know, the finger was pointed at me so much, you know, you're not this, you're not that. I wish you weren't born. 
I would have started thinking that something was really wrong with me and my thought processes. Hmm. And so my next point is that really be in tune with the spirit, your spirit. Yes. Because in, just in my faith practices, we are spiritual beings in earthly bodies. And so our mm-hmm. spirit, that higher realm, is the one that should be in control. Mm-hmm. Because it's really, truly more connected with what's going on in this realm, right? Mm-hmm. So we're, we're, it, when you're dealing with that inner child or having issues with that inner child, you're dealing with it on a soul level. Because that's where your emotions are. Right. And that's where we get in trouble. Our emotions. So really get into a, a, a place where you're more in tune with your spirit. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. that you can hear and, and tap into really who you are from the beginning. Because we all came into this world whole. We did, yeah. But it's what happened to us that created the pieces and fragmented our lives. So get back to the spirit so you can be more whole. Right, right. Because spirit is ultimately what is what keeps us together. Because mm-hmm. even in like in all of these experiences, like you said, you know, it's our experiences that cause us to become fragmented. Mm-hmm. And in that fragmentation, we forget. We forget yeah. that spirit is even there. We yeah. forget that whole, we hold, we completely disconnect from that soul level. And now the healing process is, is really about getting back to that. Yes, it is. And this other point that this um, gentleman made too was that your inner child does not want you to connect with your spirit because your inner child doesn't trust your spirit Mm. it does your inner child doesn't trust who it originally was who you originally were right because so much has occurred right it's so disconnected now that it's like what is this i don't i don't i don't trust this like i've had enough bad stuff happen to me or yeah because Mm. even in you know the bad relationships Sometimes people give up on give up on love. Right. But love is abounding, right? Mm-hmm. But they give up on something that's really all around. It's just your perception of what's all around. Wow. Wow, I felt that one in my gut. Whew. Oof. Yeah, so you, you really yeah, you really got to be in tune with with your spirit and get with that inner child on the soul on the soul level. Like you, there, there's like ultimately, as far as being a spiritual being, having a human experience, mm-hmm. that is the missing link. Because if we could do it on our own, just on a material level, just on a human mm-hmm. level, all of us would be healed already. Yes, we would absolutely. It has to come down. It's not something that we can ultimately manifest on our own. Uh-huh. It's, you know, wow. 
Yeah. Can I give you an example? Yes, from my please. Life? Yes. Okay. I, I know that I attract people quickly. Mm-hmm. I love networking with people, but I attract people. And so, but and I mentioned this early to you in a conversation that I often would sab- sabotage relationships because I couldn't handle the abundance of people that I attract. Mm-hmm. So I would start thinking, but in my mind, I'm wondering why people are attracted to me because I didn't like myself because I was listening to those condemning voices from the past that always told me that I wasn't good enough or I needed to be something different. But I was constantly attracting all these people. So I would sabotage relationships to get rid of people who really loved me Mm. (laughs) for who I was. But I couldn't understand that they really loved me. Right. I I didn't know what love was. Yeah, yeah, and then that's ooh, that that's that's the the Jedi mind trick to all my Star Wars fans. That is the Jedi. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't understand. Um, the the Jedi like, have you ever watched Star Wars? I did. I watched the first one. Okay, so you know the Jedi mind trick. The Jedi's they were able to like control people's minds or something like that. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's like the Jedi mind trick of all mind tricks. Oh, wow. That you, that you can't trust or believe what you're seeing. Like, yeah. how, how can these people love me? How, how can this person love me? I'm a mess. I'm this, I'm that, I'm inadequate. And yeah, and we'll sabotage because, you know, I learned about something and I'm going to make this my point number four. Okay. On our list. Okay. This is a big word, y'all. Okay. <laughs> I like should I say word. a big phrase okay <laughs> you need to understand cognitive dissonance oh wow I haven't heard that term in a long, long time. time okay so you want me oh, to spell God. it for y'all okay I'm gonna spell it so you need to understand cognitive that's c-o-g-n-i-t-i-v-e cognitive dissonance D is in David, I-S-S-O-N as in Nancy, A-N as in Nancy, C-E. Cognitive dissonance. And simply put, cognitive dissonance is, 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 is it's a mental thing. It's a, it's a mental, it's a, it's a mind thing where ultimately what's happening in real life has to has to match or should i say what's happening externally has to match what's going on in your mind Mm. okay so Mm -hmm. when you hear people say things like we create our reality it's Mm -hmm. true because depending on what we tell ourselves and what we believe especially on a conch on an unconscious level Mm -hmm. okay it has to match and if it doesn't match, if the outer world is not matching our inner world, we're going to mm-hmm. make it match. Mm-hmm. See, what a lot of people don't realize is that the external world has influence, but it really doesn't actually have all of the control. What right. has all of the control is what's going on in our minds. That's right. And then based on what's going on in there, whether we're aware of it or not, 
we create our reality. Mm -hmm. So exactly what you said about the perception, people loving on you and you attracting all these people and you couldn't deal with the abundance of all these people you couldn't understand. So what did you do? You sabotaged it. Yep. I've done the same thing. Sabotage all kinds of stuff, stupid stuff. <laughs> yes. Because what was happening outside of me didn't match what I was, what, what I was telling myself and believed about myself. So mm. I had to make the external world match. I had to make it a mess mm -hmm. because inside I felt like I was a mess. Mm. Mm -mm. So understand, get a really good understanding of cognitive dissonance. Cause if you get that understanding and, and you really internalize the fact that how you perceive things and what you believe about yourself and about the world is the determining factor in how you go out there and behave. Yes. And who you deal with and what you deal with, what you accept and what you don't accept. Yes. That's half the battle right there. Mm, mm, mm. That is so good. Mm. So good. Wow. Yes. yes. That was so good. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, okay, when we're talking about being born with being born whole and then body, spirit, and the soul. Mm -hmm. And I wrote this earlier today. I said, Painful circumstances usually, I'm sorry, let me go back. Painful circumstances cause a separation of the three. And the soul gets frozen in an emotional state that develops out of it. But this is my point. Get unfrozen a little bit at a time. Mm. Mm. Allow yourself, you know, just like the, the parable about the, the frog in the hot water. If you yes. warm it up a little bit, gets used to it and it stays there. Well, let's use it on, a, but if you turn it up really, really hot, all of a sudden he jumps out. Right. So let's, let's use it on in a positive note, okay? Allow yourself to warm up to your mature self. Yeah. A little bit at a time. Don't try to do it all at once because one thing it'll scare you and you'll revert back to the inner child. Yep. You sure will. Number two, you deserve to take your time. It took you a while to get where you are. Allow yourself time to get where you want to be. Yes, 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 yes. To all that. Yes. You deserve time. Mm. You know, as simple as those words are, it's actually very foreign to hear. You deserve time. Mm -hmm. But see, a lot of times, and you know, as I've gotten older and looking back, a lot of times we don't think we have time. <clears throat> So mm -hmm. we don't enjoy the time that we have and we miss out on so much and that, you know, it creates regrets, but allow yourself to take the time and enjoy the time that you have and becoming who you want to be because you get this one chance and then it's over. So yep. be compassionate with yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. That compassion, that self-compassion is a, is a big thing for all my uh, 
energy buffs out there, you know, that's, that's your heart chakra. And, um, that self-compassion is the make or break of this process because even on an energetic level, the heart chakra, which I explained on day one, is the only chakra that gives and receives. So all mm. the other chakras either project out into the world or we take energy into them. But the heart chakra is the only one that's like, a, like it's like a double-sided coin. You know, mm. we, we take in and we also put out. And so for that, it's considered the bridge between the upper and lower chakras or the bridge between our physical energy and divine energy, between our bodies and the divine. It's the bridge. So that self-compassion is everything. Because if you don't have that compassion and that patience with yourself and with this process, you're going to crank up the temperature on yourself <laughs> and you're going to jump out that pot. You're going to be burnt and, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. in shock mm-hmm. and, and, and scared. And you might not get back in the pot. That's right. And then you wonder why nobody's coming to save you. triggering that inner child once again to go into uh-huh. hiding. Uh-huh. So then we end up right back where we started from. Yeah. So you don't want to do that to yourself. That's probably the cruelest thing that you can do is, is not allow yourself time to move through this because it really is layers and it really did take time to build these layers. And I know for me, even though I started this journey 20 years ago, it's like I get through a layer, I discover something, or I finally heal from one particular thing. Yes. And here comes something else. I mean, it's, it's like Shrek, right? He said, <laughs> I like onions, right? That's one of my favorite lines. Here's a classic. We're, we're like, we have layers. Ogres exactly. have layers. We're all ogres in our own way. <laughs> we really we are. We are. <laughs> We all have all these layers that, you know, yes. you, you got to peel through them. And then sometimes, like, we, we develop new layers and don't even realize we did it. Yes. And it's just like, where'd that come from? <laughs> you know? So what are we at? We're at five points. And, okay, so I'm a, I think I'm only going to give, I'm going to leave you guys with six. Because this, this can be a lot, and you're allowing yourself time. And Lord knows you could probably spend years on just these alone, just working through these. So I'm gonna end it with, a, with number six. And number six, I'll say, find out what your inner child needs. Mm. Find, like actually have a conversation. Like this is gonna sound really crazy and kooky to some of y'all, but I will sit down and I will say, okay, little Shamika, <laughs> what, what's wrong? What happened? What's the matter? And just sit in that stillness and, and wait and listen. Because the, mm-hmm. the inner child doesn't shout unless it feels unsafe. Mm-hmm. That's good. So That's outside good. of that, you, you got to, just like when a kid is acting up and you know when you pull them aside, Mm-hmm. You get down on their level and you look them in their little eyes and you go, okay, well, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You got to handle your inner child the, the same way. So find out what your inner child needs. 
Find mm. out what's ailing them. Have that conversation. Wow. That's really good. You know, my inner child, she'd be like, I want a color. What? <laughs> I just want a color. I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna do any adulting today. I just want a color. Yes. Okay. All right. That's so a, I go so get <laughs> I go get the coloring book and, and we color. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That is so much fun, though. <laughs> yeah, know? it is. You know, they call it adult coloring. I'm like, it's coloring, okay? Yes. Like, yes. why Why are we doing this? Because I'm a grown-up now and we don't want to feel ashamed about coloring? No, it's just coloring, okay? We like it as kids. We still like it. It's coloring. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah just, just find out what your inner child needs. You know, sometimes me and my inner child can collaborate and sometimes we can't. Mm. And and I have to honor and respect those times when she like if 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 she's not happy, we're not building any websites or doing any tax returns. Okay, she start messing with she start messing with my income. <laughs> so, so, <clears throat> she'd be like, oh oh oh, but I said I wanted to do this. Oh, you want to go do a tax return? Watch, you're not going to be able to concentrate. Yeah 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 yeah, you know. <laughs> I love her to death, though. Love her. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Loving you, all of yourself. Yes, exactly. I'll be like, child, you crazy. Oof, I'm <laughs> glad it's just me and you now. You know, or, or sometimes, you know, she just, she just want to play with the kids. And, you know, so she just want to be a little kid, too. So I go be a little kid with my kids. And <laughs> Sometimes I tell, I tell myself, I can't believe you're thinking that. And I'm just talking to myself right now. Right. Like, oh my gosh, you're crazy. <laughs> you sit there talking to yourself like now, Eli, you know. You know good and well. You know. But I mean it's important. It really is important. And like I said, those of you who haven't gotten there yet, you know, we're laughing and we're joking around, but that's because the amount of work we've already put in to get to this point, you can laugh at this stuff. Like mm -hmm. it really does become hilarious. Yes. Yes. Some of the things that you will go through, put yourself through, put other people through, and it's all par for the course. You know, there, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not defective in some way. You know, whatever you went through, you didn't bring it on yourself. You know, it's not punishment. It's not, you just, just, let's just stop all that. Let's mm -hmm. just stop all that. And let's go back to the spirit and the soul of things. You're a spiritual being having a human experience. And we got distracted. We got disconnected mm -hmm. from, our, from, from our source, you know? I mean, children, when you look at them, they are, when they first come into this world, they are so connected. Mm -hmm. And as they get older, unless they're groomed to mm -hmm. stay connected, yes. they just start veering. You can see it little by little. The world becomes more of a distraction, friends and family drama and, and, and all of these other things. And they start, I don't care how, how well you have it or how well you're trying to raise them. Everybody ends up fragmented in some way, shape or form. Absolutely. In this experience. Doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you and that your life has to be doomed to this endless cycle of turmoil and victimization. You can stop it. You can heal. And that's why Mama Eli is here. That's why I'm here. And so many of my soul tribe and my healing tribe, like there's so many of us out here for y'all. Like there's no reason why if you are listening to this podcast and you are suffering right now, 
there's no reason why you can't find somebody to help you on this journey. Your vibe attracts your tribe. You just gotta, gotta open up just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you gotta be willing to do the work. <laughs> you know? Yes, yes. So who yeah, see already my inner child's like, Can we go color now? <laughs> She's like, That's enough adulting for the day. Can we go color now? Oh so, my goodness. So I think, yeah, I think this was a great conversation. Mama Eli, thank you again for for being on and for sharing and just you know giving your energy and your wisdom and your light and your experience and all that like i was just i'm just so grateful i am so grateful to have been with you for the past couple of days it's been amazing i have learned a lot it has helped me and pushed me to you know research even more so that i can do more work for myself with myself absolutely Yep. I feel the same way. Like, you know, there are things that you shared that, you know, it made light bulbs go off in my head. It was like a missing piece or a missing insight that I didn't even realize was missing, you know? So, yeah. So again, tell everybody again, how they can get in contact with you if they want to connect to the womb network and, and all the things that you do so that when, when they get off of this podcast, they know how to reach you if they want to connect with you. Or go to www.elithompson, that's E-L-I-T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N dot world. Or you can also join us at meetup.com at women becoming whole from toxic relationships, if that's what you're looking for. But otherwise, hit me up on my website. And there are also some downloads there that you can get for free. Awesome. You hear that, y'all? No excuses. You can meet up, you can get some free downloads, you can get some tools, you know, some guidance, all of that. And as for me, as per usual, you can always find me on Instagram at, at Queen's Armor. That's armor with a U O um, A Q U E N S A R M O U R self care. All one big long word. Queen's Armor Self Care on Instagram, or you can email me at selfcare at queensarmor.com. Um, I am going to have a, a workbook and some other tools coming out just in time for what, you know, we like to call the dark half of the year because, you know, our days are like, what, five hours now? Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, while you're sitting stuck in the house trying to be warm and not being in the dark, um, you know, I'm going to have some, some tools and some workbooks and things coming out for you guys. And yeah, I mean, that's it, you know, so stay tuned because next month we're going to be doing a series on shadow work and I'm going to close out this first season on shadow work because like I said, you know, dark half of the year, it's cold, you're stuck in the house. We were stuck in the house anyway because of COVID, but <laughs> now you could be stuck in the house and you could be doing something productive in terms of your healing work. So in December, we're going to have that. And until then, remember, self-care is a divine responsibility. You guys stay safe and be well.